Welcome to season three of the Retail Tea Break podcast. My name is Melissa Moore, the Retail Advisor, and each week I'll be joined by industry experts, retailers, and product creators to decode the myths, share knowledge, and give you an insight into the industry. So grab your cup of tea, sit back, relax, and listen in to season three of the Retail Tea Break podcast. Today's episode of the Retail Tea Break podcast is sponsored by the local Enterprise Office here in County Mayo to celebrate National Women's Enterprise Day. So I'm joined by an award-winning fashion and textiles designer, a maker and an educator, inspired by the richness of Ireland's textile history from Irish lace to the iconic Paisley Shores. My guest today has translated these references into her award-winning collection of scarves. Lou Brennan, welcome to the Retail Tea Break podcast. Oh, hi, Melissa. It's lovely to join you today and to have the opportunity to, to tell you a little bit, you know, a little about my business and, um, and to sort of catch up, you know, with you after I know, sort of it's, a few ages ago. Yeah. It's lovely. I'm delighted we can do this. Um, I've been wanting to get you on for a while. So it's wonderful that we can celebrate you today as it is National Enterprise, uh, National Women's Enterprise Day. It's a mouthful, um, but it's lovely to have you here. So look, in the age old fashion of the Retail Tea Break podcast, in the time it takes to boil a kettle, which is about two minutes, tell me a little bit about you and the business. Okay, so... Well, as you, you know, you introduced me, I'm fashion textile designer and I always have been. And um, I went to, I suppose I started my career. Well, I started my uh, journey uh, in University of Brighton. Then I went to NCAD and uh, then I left and I went to work for John Rusher as his textile manager for a few years, which was amazing. And uh, then I returned to London and I had a studio and uh, I used to do like amazing catwalk pieces for like Alexander McQueen and um, Essential Eye and as well as, you know, become a freelance designer. And we had an, I had an agent in London. And then I moved back to Ireland uh, about 20 years ago. So my parents are from Ireland. They're from the West. They're from Mayo. They're from Kilchamar. They're both from Kilchamar. And uh, so Ireland was always home. And I think that really informs the collection. I was speaking when I did my first um uh, I'm probably going a little bit off track now, but when I did my first show in uh, showcase, you know, in uh, at the RDS, um, which was uh, sponsored, it was helped um, with the aid from the LEO. It was uh, you, you, there was an enterprise zone, so that was like an opportunity to sort of like you know have a space, meet you know customers and everything. And I remember Deirdre McQuillan came up, you know, and to me from uh, the Irish Times and. She was saying like, God, this, you know, it's there's so much here. You know, what is it that's, you know, what is it about this? But she said, I get it. She said, she, she said, it's it, when you are uh, like a, from a family where the, the, you know, your parents had to leave. Everything about Ireland is so important. It's so, you know, and I see it with other cultures, whether they're from India or Africa or wherever. I can see you kind of cling on to, you know, elements of that culture. So and you dive into it. So like growing up in London. You know, we did the Irish dancing, the Irish music, you know. It's the amazing Irish how yeah. similar our, our upbringings yeah. and our stories have it's been. Funny, isn't it? I completely yeah. agree. You grab onto that culture, that little bit of home, even though yeah. home from a different country is an almost a distant memory. It certainly was yeah. for me, but she was dead right because really yeah. you see that inspiration through everything you do. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you just, it, it means so much. So I suppose that's why, you know, I just wouldn't, this is, I suppose, my collection, it's from, 
it kind of comes from a frustration and not finding answers. I'm thinking, you know, there wasn't enough out there when I was looking for, um, you know, answers to like, why were the shawls with that pattern or where did they come from or misinformation finding out being really frustrated so that's kind of what it's all about and it's growing and growing and um so I suppose like I said I'll just uh, backtrack a little bit I uh, you know freelance designer for a long time but then when I moved back to Ireland it really it wasn't feasible you you need to be in contact with your agent you need to visit regularly you know my family came along and everything so then you know, when they got to a point, maybe when they started school, I really wanted to get back to work. And that's when I was really surprised at myself, as in I hadn't realised how much confidence I had lost, you know, mm. and how underskilled I was to start my own business. So actually, the real um, uh, the light bulb moment, or whatever, was um, I went to a National Women's Enterprise Day. A friend of mine said, look, you've got to go to Galway. She said it's it's overnight. It was when the National Women's Enterprise Day was kind of over a series of days and you had an opportunity to sign up for mentoring sessions. So off I went, you know, booked into the hotel. I think it was at the Galway Bay of the Salt Hill. Anyway, you know, and it was amazing, you know, and it was like kind of terrifying, amazing, exhilarating. And uh, I remember there was one speaker and she said, um, uh, I think but there was a lady, there was a lady from Appassionata Flowers and there was there's so many anyway. And uh, she, but she was saying like, if you want to run your own business, sometimes you have to ask yourself if something happens, if it blindsides you, blindsides you, you have to ask them, are you the right person? Maybe you should be in a support position, you know, oh. in a supporting role in a company. But it, it kind of like actually, I was like, no, do you know what? I am okay. You know, I, I'm not going to be blindsided. It kind of like that kind of, you know, that stubborn thing in me kind yeah. of like rose up a little bit, but it was brilliant. We met people and, you know, it was all sort of, there was, as I said, the mentoring sessions and uh, networking and everything. So that was, you know, my first introduction to the whole, you know, this world of women trying to get businesses running and, you know, and Absolutely. women who had set them up. Yeah. And it's lovely, I think, to be around women like that who are energized mm. and want yeah. to support each other, but are also on that same journey because it can be quite lonely being out there, yeah. being a maker, being a solopreneur. What other ways then have the local enterprise office supported you over the last few years? Well, there's been uh, workshops, you know, uh, like start, start Your Own Business was really good. I did that. And then there's like different mentoring days that they put on, you know, whether it's like building your brand, marketing. So I'd always, you know, tap into that, you know, advice, uh, say for your website. I'm trying to think what else. Um, and then, of course, it really is. It's showcase. For me, it's the yeah, opportunity. The big one. Yeah. to you know to apply for the TAME grant and go and and because it it's even with the grant it's really expensive especially mm. when you're in Mayo you know it's not you can't go home at night you know so you have to sort of stay quite near the uh the venue the RDS and it's everything else is just you know like all your display and everything but anyway and you know and your sample collection but uh and, but that's brilliant I love it you know so it's back on again this year so again after 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 um I did it last year as well and uh, which was amazing to see all the customers again you know you can't replicate the face-to-face -face, you know and you never know you know what some what a customer's going to say what they like or what they might like to change you know sometimes it's just something you can't like because you say working on your own it, lonely you know it can be lonely but you can be in your own bubble and just not you know sort of I remember another friend has a business. She was saying, you know, you've got to understand that your favorite might be everyone else's favorite you have to listen you know and um 
you know, that's, so, so that's really yeah. interesting as well because I think again with showcase you've you've yeah. got everyone else's opinions you're seeing yeah. lots of people but I think what's quite comforting about the local enterprise office area is that you have this support because actually everyone yeah. alongside you is feeling the same way is running a small business exactly. as well might be a bit new at this or maybe it's their first time but you've been yeah. there before so you can help yeah. them along there's yeah. always a real warmth in that area of, of people supporting each other exactly exactly so that's been brilliant I'm trying to and the other thing that was amazing was uh, the, the Design and Crafts Council ran a programme, the BCDE, the Building, Craft and Design programme. Now, they didn't run it in Mayo, but I was able to join the girls or the group in uh, Gorwish. So girls now, there was, you know, there was both, there was male and female. It was, you know, predominantly women, but there was a couple of, of, of guys. And uh, and that was amazing. And then um, and then on the back of that, the, 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 that programme, there was the... Um, exporting uh, I'm trying to think what was it called yeah it's a great actual name and everything yeah and uh, you know you got you got the opportunity to travel to Paris and again you're kind of with the group and sometimes you know it's like everyone says it's often the conversations outside of the program as much as the ones you know within the program that are of huge value you know so yeah I've been really fortunate you know with with with, with Mayor Elio and you know had uh, some great it's, no. it's brilliant. And I think you oh. mentioned so much there that, again, I feel certainly working within this industry, lots of people don't realise that actually there's loads of programmes, advice, you know, emailing yeah. them, picking up the phone, yeah. having a look on the website. Everything, yeah. as you've mentioned, from the mentoring to the workshops, exactly. to the training, to the yeah. trading online voucher. And there are grants there as well. So it's yeah. definitely a resource that I think is underutilised exactly. and definitely worth having a look yeah. at. So. For you then, as the business has grown, you've obviously continued to develop. The business has diversified slightly as of you yeah. and what you do. Tell us a bit more about, I suppose, that journey and maybe how the range has changed as well. Yeah, so um, I suppose I started, well, I answered a problem for my own self. You know, I wanted, I remember like when some, you're busy and you want to run out the door and sometimes you just want something just to sort of brighten up. So I think I've just have it down. This is like one of the first you know, these lovely big sort of like silk blended scarves. I remember thinking if I just have something with a bit of colour, this was like a, a range that I did and it was all with uh, Irish, uh, based on Irish lace. And this was kind of like one of the first uh, things I developed. But this was all fine and well for a couple of years, but I used to sit in my studio and I think I'm really cold and I wanted like a really warm scarf. So to develop the range then I started working with the mill in the west of Ireland. So I have like these really lovely... Um, knitted scarves made with merino wool and I'm developing my next range now so again getting to know this technology you know is a little bit challenging you know because I would be a print designer mostly and uh, so it's always kind of moving on and um, I'm trying to think what else and then as you mentioned like in the introduction um, I am an educator as well like during lockdown you know it was you know quite challenging again but I've always done workshops and I decided then if I could run some workshops with, well, if I could run some courses, I should say, in the future with accreditation. So I went back to NUAG during lockdown and I did the diploma um, in further education. So it was a part time two year level eight. So that was great. So I've just finished that. And again, it just because I mean, again, you've got all these skills and um experience but it's to be able to pass it on as well you know and again whenever as any teacher will tell you any educator you get as much from the students you know your interaction you know and then again that can feed back into your own 
you know, design practice. So um, again, and that was another thing when I used to go to showcase, you know, I presumed that everybody made their living solely out of their, you know, running their business, their collection. But I'd make friends who were like, would, you know, have a business around, you know, they'd work with wood and said, oh no, you know, we teach twice a week in DIT or whatever, you know. So it's it's really, you know, it's really interesting. Or well, the ceramicists often they teach once a week or whatever. Well, it's, that's so, incredible because, you know, yeah. it's not necessarily spoken about. I think everyone presumes exactly. a maker yeah. spends 24 hours a day, seven days a yeah. week, grafting yeah. away, making yeah. their pieces and selling them on. But actually, exactly. it's really important to have that kind of extra income coming in. Yeah. But from yeah. the other perspective, it is an, a wonderful opportunity to share knowledge, share yeah. skills, teach and kind of educate others in this incredible yeah. craftsmanship yeah. that in your respect doesn't want to be lost but That's also it. like yeah. you're passing on your knowledge which is incredible yeah. yeah and I love it and again going back to working solo it's quite isolating and you get a chance to go out and you meet people you know maybe other lecturers other tutors so again you know that's you know another plus you know it's all it's you know but you you know you can have this idea that you're not doing it right you're on your own you know you're trying to fund it all it's it's strange it's like you you can be really hard yourself in the beginning getting a business going and you know and it's again you just got to get out there go to like whether it's national women's enterprise day and another um program i did that was fantastic was the empower program it was um you know with gmit and the innovation hubs with maria staunton that was amazing as well um that was huge for confidence building you know wow. that one um again we uh, we were told you know we said near the end it was a 12-week program i think and uh, it kind of rotated between mayo sligo and leecham is that right i think it was oh no mayo galway and roscommon i'm getting it wrong now that's <laughs> it and uh oh my god we used to and again you make friends for life and um there's like a range of businesses um whether it's photographers there was olga from may photography and there was Old Clovac and I'm trying to think who else. There were so many of us and Cookalicious, Septiman, and you know, and uh, you see their businesses grow. You help each other when you're trying to get your website going, and you know, you have those discussions that you can't have with anyone else. You know, when you're on your own. So that was brilliant. But uh, again, Maria really kind of like she said, right at the end, you have to stand in the lecture theatre in GMIT and do a four minute pitch, you know, with your PowerPoint behind you. Oh my God, just like, wow. I don't think I look forward to Christmas, that Christmas, because all we could think about, but it was the best thing because it was like, once you've done it, it's like anything, you just say, oh my God, I can do this now, you know? And then since that was years ago, but then you see, I would be asked, then I got a phone call there from Galway, the uh, the museum, you know, will you give an illustrated talk? Well, I could say yes, you know, yeah. I just never realized how it kind of like transferred all those skills. And you just, you know, you know, because you, so it's all those, uh, you know. Um, they're little things, but actually yeah. they're really vital because again, are. you are so skilled. You are so knowledgeable about your craft, yeah. what yeah. you make, but actually these are business skills that aren't yeah. the accounting. They're not marketing. Yeah. So being able to talk about and pitch your business like that or yeah. sell yourself, which again, That's if it. you lack confidence, yeah. it's really hard to do. So surrounding yeah. yourself with good people, but also yeah. being pushed outside your comfort zone. That like is. by the sounds of it, that is a core skill in your business now. Yeah. You can use it for whether it's on camera with me, whether that's, as you say, kind of talking to other students or even at business yeah. events. And again, it's something that's not necessarily taught unless yeah. you go along and you do a workshop or you yeah. push yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah. 
that's, I mean, again, I remember when Empower Start started, I think it was the first or second day, they said, everyone now will go around the room and everyone stand up and tell us something that you hadn't, tell us a little bit about yourself and something we didn't know about you. You know, it was like a nice breakup. Well, I nearly, I think I was nearly in tears the first day oh. and I didn't recognize myself, you know. And again, by the end, I, went, I was, that was behind me, you know, and I was well able. I, I think it was just the emotion, you build it up. Your business means so much to you. There's so much going on in your head, you know. So maybe it's, you know, just so that it was vital. Oh my God. And then it just meant again that skill, whatever, standing up when I did do my first showcase in the enterprise zone, you know, with the help of Mayo LEO, I had to stand there and meet customers. And as I've said to everyone, and I've talked about it before, I'm fine about going into a room. I, I would go to any event on my own, no problem, chat to someone at the, you know, the coffee machine or whatever. I don't, I'm really happy. It's a different thing when you have to stand and talk about what means something to you, you know, like your business. It's, as you said, it's a business skill. I just hadn't kind of appreciated that I would struggle with, which I don't now, but I did, you know, at the beginning. I was shocked at myself, you know, and even my family, my sister's a teacher and she had to do the four minute video in the beginning to, well, she had to help me as part of the application from Power Start. And, uh, even she said, Lou, what's happened to you? Where's your confidence gone? You know, and I said, oh my God, it was, all we were doing was trying to use the iPhone to do a four minute video, <laughs> you know, to, as you know, to get on the program. But anyway, and so it's just those things. It's, it's, it's no harm to talk about it because there might be somebody out there wanting again, a, a, an earlier start in their journey and but go to things, you know, that there is so many events, so much help workshops. I see them all the time on the LEO website, you know, and they come in and sign up for the emails and register. And, uh, and as I say, whatever's going, just go to it. You'll always get something, won't you? You know, if someone's giving a talk, even Enterprise Island will do it and I'll go to it because I think I'll, I'll get something from this. You know, it sounds yeah. like you push yourself outside your comfort zone, which actually yeah. in the long term really helps. But also what fascinates me there is the fact that you're incredibly confident talking to you, chatting to you before meeting you. But when yeah. it comes to talking about something that you're so passionate about, yeah. it becomes super personal. So as you said, yeah. you put yourself in front of buyers or, or retailers yeah. who own their brands, who are looking for the next new thing to put in their yeah. shop. And you just can't tell their reaction. So there's you yes. super emotional. Yeah. But also yes. they might not want you. And what I mean yes. by that is it's not yeah, you yeah. they don't want. Exactly. It's your products. But yet exactly. we take it so personally. So personally, exactly, exactly. And I think it was, that was one thing, uh, As again, it was a, a small part of the programme with Empower Start. And I think I mentioned you before, um, one of the uh things we had to do on the exercises was it was the marketing exercise and we were given a list and uh, of I think it was 10 you had to come up with a list of 10 people you had approached uh, between um, you know that the date you know that, that the, we were talking about uh, marketing and we were all given uh, a little session then with Maria Staunton you know maybe four weeks time you know an hour session to talk about how you got on with this marketing exercise but you had to have contacted these 10 people and three of them you had to have met face to face oh my god there were so many of us we were so early stage we were like oh my god it was like the worst homework you know at the time we thought because again we were just so nervous it was rejection yeah and uh, but the, it was the best thing as I said because you were ringing up I remember I was ringing up companies ringing up buyers and, and shops and boutiques whatever and I was explaining I was on part of the Empower Start program 
you know, was there a time at their convenience? I could just show the collection and get feedback. So again, I didn't feel I was going in with the heavy sell, you know, it just took the pressure off. And actually, I, I think I said before, on all three occasions, I really enjoyed going in because you would just tell you that I just felt there was no pressure to yeah. sell. I wasn't going to get rejection. All I was expecting was some helpful advice. That's all I wanted. And actually I got orders from all three. <laughs> and I walked away and it was like, I think Maria probably knew this was going to happen. I don't know. But it was brilliant, you know, and it pushed us. It, like you said, you mentioned before, you need that little push out of your comfort zone, you know, because you'll never you know, you could be just at home making things all the time and you've just got to expose yourself, you know, take a risk, you know, haven't you? And just, you know, and like you said, if you, if nobody gives you an order, they're not rejecting you. It's just whatever it is, it's not right for them, but you'll always get something and, you know, you might glean a bit of information that, that you know, or maybe as you say, that might be the right place ever for you, you know? So it's just, it's always, you'll always get some useful and valuable information. But um, so again, just another, I don't I know, love that, that. that always stuck with me. I can't, that, that yeah. exercise, and we all talked about it afterwards. And like, and now we look and think, what was wrong with us? You know, and again, somebody else once said, you know, you've got to remember, like with buyers, especially, they have shelves to fill, you know, they want you as well, you know, they as do, much as they, you want they, them. I it's think sort of, it's yeah. a big kind of mysterious kind it of really fear is. that buyers yes. are out to get you they're not yes. because they want to support and nurture yeah. you they want yes. your stuff to sell because exactly. of course they have kpis and budgets yes. to me and they have yes. sales to ensure that they are kept happy yeah. in their job yeah but it's fascinating to see that you've broken that kind of that yes. mystique but also you're you're so comfortable now in being in front of buyers going back to show yeah. the case and i'm yeah. fascinated though because you are so experienced as a maker and as a designer yeah. I suppose what other advice would you give to budding creatives maybe they'll go to showcase for the first time yeah what else would you say to them to kind of do or even not do yeah well again you just you've got to you just got to go to the events and I never mind I always know when someone comes up to me because and I was that person I was that person in the early days going to showcase you know and again you'd feel yeah you don't want to take up someone's time that has a stand but you'll always kind of find a little moment and see when they're quiet and and ask for information and just 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 go see what it is you'll always get something you have to go to the event really you know if it's something you think you want to do and uh and again you um you've got to try things you sometimes you know I remember there's no guarantee it's going to work you know but you have to it was it was something I remember I went a couple of years I remember thinking I will never go the next time I go back to showcase I'm going to be this side of you know the customer uh, yeah. I'm not going to be I'm going to be this side and then I remember that day oh my gosh because what was really hard I do and I have a really good friend she runs the linen shirt company we both went to NCD she's amazing support and she really helped me again getting all my you know um line sheets together and everything and she was and she said look this is really tough Lou because you've got it all at the same time you're getting your website together you know your swing tags your marketing material like everything you're having to figure out you know all together at once but she's can you imagine what it's going to be like next year you'll just update your website you'll update your price sheet you'll you know you'll have it you'll have the format done but she said this is hard because I remember I stood the million shop in the first day thinking oh my god like, you know but and it was that older dies you know if it was this if it was easy everyone would be doing it so but there is so much help out there like I say 
you if you could be you know if there was um programs because even leader run programs you know leader um are in a lot of regions and i've gone to excel you know days and different things just find out try and ask around talk around and see and you know again just try and get as much help as you can and don't be like it will be hard it's sort of pushing through don't give up isn't it and uh it's that first time of doing everything because as you say that first initial trade show that first initial meeting with the buyer is always a scary one but I suppose it's that homework you've done that preparation that once you've done it and someone smiles and is nice to you everything gets a bit easier it does and again and a lot of it it's it's what you've built up inside you. It's probably isn't as hard as you think it is. Yeah. You're overthinking absolutely everything. Have I, you know, have I photographed the scarf the right way? Have I, have I, is the copy the right, is everything. It can all be changed and everything can be tweaked. It's like somebody said, is it the Saturday Night Live SNL? Is it the Saturday Night Live show? You know, the one in America, it goes on, not when it's ready. It goes on at 11 o'clock at night. It's, it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, that. that's when it starts. Yeah. And it's the same, like you've just got, you, you can only do your best, you know, try and be as ready as you can. And again, that's why the enterprise zone was good because I think people, buyers kind of know that, listen, these people are up here, maybe the, this is their first or second year. You know, I think of, if I'm right, you can have three years up there, but generally people up there, maybe one or two years, you're early people and they'll give you a chance, give you a little yeah. order, you know, this kind of thing. And uh yeah, and again, you've just got to ask. Just don't be afraid to ask, you know. And um, I'm trying to think, whatever else. I'm sure it's, there's so many other it things. It sounds that I- like an incredible journey, but mm-hmm. I think at least one that you were quite open to yeah. and willing to do. Because again, as I keep saying, you're so good at the making part, the designing yeah, part. It's, it's all these yeah. little things that people don't necessarily it's talk about. It's the business about. side, as you yeah. say. Like, there's two sides of that. It's that creative side and. And if you can sort of marry the two, you know, and um, and and actually it can be really exciting, as you say, when yeah. you get your first order and then you get it's it's really the thrill of, you know, it's like, yeah, it's it's good. And again, the look, you'll always have that little bit of fear. But I think I've seen that really good um, little uh, it's, it's a little piece going around with David Bowie. And if you look it up, it's he's saying, um, you know, it's in order to have, find growth. You need to just step out of the shallow into the into the into water where your feet are not they're just about to touch the ground. They're not quite touching the ground. I think that's what he said. And, you know, that little bit of trepidation you get. So you, you, you're not in danger, but you're not exactly in your comfort zone. You're just like feet just touching the ground. He said that's exactly where you want to be, you know, and it's like so it's um, oh, that was another thing. It was I think it was with leader I did. I did this Excel course and. The tutor said, um, be comfortable with being an uncomfortable because I was getting a bit upset again at the beginning. It was all quite, it was, it was all online. It was during COVID. And you know that feeling you get a little bit upset when you're not quite getting it. And it's, it's all a little bit too much. And you're thinking, why aren't I getting it? But she said, this is fine. It was accepting, you know, be comfortable being uncomfortable. It'll be fine because you'll, you will graduate to being comfortable. You, you know, it's all new. You will get it. Just take it. Just kind of like, you know, breathe slowly, whatever it is. And just like, I will get this. I'll ask. It might take me twice. It's like learning to drive. Some yep. people do it in the 10 lessons. Some people need 50. 
you'll get there you'll get there you know so, it's a journey um, for sure it is, and I think you're yeah. learning by the sounds of yeah. all the time all the yeah. time which is which is amazing well come here last question okay it's coming up for you then over the next few so, months so we just had uh I've just been given a stand number for showcase I'm really excited Lovely. and so I'm just kind of thinking like I, I kind of have the setup and everything and you know but I, I'm trying to think again each year you want some little thing just to sort of like you know make it a little bit more visual you know be excited or something and again challenge yourself so working on all of that and um, and then again as I said my whole collection always comes from a point of like historical textile so I'm part of a an internet well it's a European uh, research group because I would love to do a PhD I would love in you know and I've spoken to NCAD over the last few years I just I just I won't start it this year you know but maybe next year I'll, I'll sort of look for the funding and everything and and all the information all the research it'll be all Irish textiles you know and, and predominantly you know more or less the uh the Irish shawl and everything you know and the history of it tracing it back to Scotland and then even further back you know to Iran and Babylonia and everything but it's um so that's always going on in the back and I'm always speaking to people and doing my detective work trying to find out you know um, so that's that but it, as I say it always informs um you know the designs so it's yeah planning sampling so I'm in the sampling stage and uh again getting out some new styles uh for winter and um a few more accounts again like I've just got in with Moli the Museum of Literature Island which is really exciting and uh and again so maybe like thinking of maybe going down the museum route which would you know with with again my research it kind of you know I'm always like at the curators in the museums anyway so uh, for information so again you know um that's what's kind of keeping me busy and again we you never like showcase just comes around you know and you've got to remember like people stop you won't get anything you know like coming up to Christmas yeah any of the mills that you know and then they don't like let's say the Italian people or the you know if it's if it's the digital printing you know you you won't get anything but you might even have anything back for showcase you need to be really on it now so and that's it just to plan well in advance and um yeah so I think it's kind of as a showcase and then um like I've got some workshops coming up and again another thing like now that we're coming you know that we're coming out of COVID and everything something I've always wanted to do is develop some really tailored um weekend away workshops you know um for like textiles you know sort of wow. to deliver in a beautiful setting and there's a few that have happened in Ireland and I have a, a like a colleague and we're, we're sort of talking about it but that would need huge planning because you, you know once you do it, it has to be done really right you know so but that would be like for next year and uh I think yeah and that's wow. it so, incredibly yeah. busy woman and, and truly inspiring because I think there's got to be lots of up and coming makers and creators listening to this saying it's not as hard as we seem but actually yeah. I do have to push myself I have to push yeah, myself out of it. the box I have to get out of my studio yeah. or my bedroom where I'm making yeah. Yeah. and actually go and learn the business side of the business yeah. as opposed Definitely. to just make so I think oh, no, you've been yeah. so honest today about about pushing yourself outside yeah. and actually the the joy that comes with that yeah that's true yeah that's true. And I say there's so many programs out there and it's to sort of like just ask and find, you know, just as they go to LEO and see how can you help me? You know, again, it could be like the, start your own business course. You don't even have to have the product. You just need an idea and, and then take it from there. You'll find out the supports, you know, as you progress through, you know, um, whatever's available. You, you know, start with that and there's always something to follow on. 
you know, you tap in them with the Design Crafts Council if it's a craft product, you know, whatever it is. So, uh, yeah. So, oh, uh, amazing advice, Lou. Awesome. I am so thrilled that Thanks, we've Melissa. finally caught up know, today finally. and done this. Yeah. Delighted to, and thank you to the local enterprise thank office you. here in Mayo for sponsoring this episode. Lou, give us your website address before I let you go. Uh, Yes, so it's www.loubrennan.com. Yeah, loubrennan.com. Fantastic. And I'll pop that in the show notes as well. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please, please, please like and share it, especially if you know any up and coming new makers, even someone with an idea. I'm sure they'll truly enjoy today's episode. So until next time, thanks so much for listening.